We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Close the damn door, man. You're letting all the Wi-Fi out. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Hold On, I'm Almost There, a show about life's little annoyances, personal growth, dad life, and so much more with your hosts, Tom the Blade, and myself, Uncle Frank. So have a seat, do them chores, or twist a wrench while we dive down the rabbit hole. All right, what a week it's been, and it's only Tuesday. Here we go. Tom's been up how many hours now, Tom? Uh, it's, a, it's a relatively easy day and a half. Oh, that's all. You know, nothing. The, yeah, the usual, the nothing. usual. Nothing. <laughs> and what we're talking about today is, you know, we had this discussion uh, over the weekend. You know, hey, what are we going to talk about on the show? Right. And Tom brought up a great point. Talked about Phil Mickelson. Right. Uh, yeah. Winning. What was it? The PGA Championship. The oldest man ever. He's the oldest majors champion ever at 50 years old. 50 years old. You know, so I was like, uh, let, let's talk about that. And the, you know, what we're going to name the show today is Fighting Father Time. This is be our, our topic, uh, so to speak. And, you know, with Tom, you know, just talking right now, how many hours he works right. in, in one consecutive sitting? You, you right. said you're a day and a half. Correct. So 30, right. what, 36 hours that you're going? Yeah, in? yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's not constant work, but it's being up and doing well, stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah. So some of it's been physical, been at the gym. Plus, you forget, you failed to mention what I'm wearing. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm going to bring it up because that deserves <laughs> its own. You should there, see yeah. It's, it's cold up here. I can hardly breathe. I'm so high right now. I'm so high up in the sky. But yeah, you know, I was watching the, the you know, I'm a big golf fan, as you are, and I, I'm watching it and I'm getting more and more excited as, as I'm seeing the leaderboard, right? They call it the leaderboard, who's winning, right? Throughout the weekend, it starts on Thursday and every day is a different round. And as Saturday came to an end, Phil Mickelson was ahead. Then Sunday comes and this is big do or die, right? The pressure packed moments. Is he going to hold on? Can he pull it off? Of course, he cannot. All the odds said he cannot do it. He's too old. These young guys, it's a young man's game. But as it came down to the nitty gritty and coming down to the end, he held on all of his experience of playing in these pressure packed moments of being there, of playing this course in the past that maybe these younger players didn't have those younger players not being in those moments before it started to make them wilt. And he didn't all of those years of experience instead of hindering him. And, and and wearing him down, it, it enabled him to pull up and rise up above them and become the oldest majors champion ever. And it what's really it was so odd for me. You have to understand Tiger Woods is who got me into golf in the 90s. I was never a golf fan. I got caught up in the big Tiger hoopla, right? I'm like, who is this guy that I can't, you know, I keep hearing about this guy. And it was his first master's victory in the 90s that got me into golf. Well, at that time, you were either a Tiger fan or a Phil fan, right? You couldn't be both. You were either Team Tiger, Team Phil. So all of these years, we're talking about over 20 years, I was rooting against Phil Mickelson. I never wanted to see him win. I, I mean, it was just like, oh, it would it would just 
bug me if I saw him win because I was so Team Tiger. But I'm telling you, on Sunday, as he's coming down those final holes, I was rooting so hard for Phil. I wanted him to win so bad. I was emotional when he won. Really? Because it was no longer Team Tiger, Team Phil. It's Team Old Guy, right? Oh. He's one. Of, he's on my team. He's representing. He's He's doing what they say one one more time for old times' sake, right? Yeah. I yeah. want to see him reach down one more time. That guy, the 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 enemy you respected, right? That guy yeah. that always stood on the other side of you. You respect him after all these years. You respect the guy, and you want to see him pull through one more time. And he did it, and I was so happy for him. I was so happy. I texted you and said, "Hey, we got to talk <laughs> yeah. about this, right? That's got to be our topic." Fighting Father Time because I just saw it on television. I saw a man do it and prevail for one day, right? The odds are against us. Father Time Every day. is undefeated. Yeah. Father Time is undefeated. But on that day, on that Sunday, Father uh, Phil Mickelson got a shot in, you know, and put a, a big, a good punch right in the face of Father Time. And I was so happy for him. Yeah. You know, and and that guy puts in work, you know, just like every other professional athlete. And it's a solo sport. So you can't blame the clubs. It's your your grip, your focus, your timing. I mean, everything. Knowing the course, knowing, you know, knowing which caddy to make sure is there with you. So, so many things go into golf that, you know most people that don't play golf or most people that like to criticize anything right they they usually have never played or they have never been obsessed with something to know that in order to be great you have to make unbelievable sacrifices right um and it's it's amazing uh you know as you know of course the father time thing, you know, I'm going to slip into something that has to deal with me right quick. The whole father time thing. Um, I recently went to go interview for that manager position, right? Right. Uh, I went on Thursday. The director called me Monday morning and was like, hey, um, we we've made our selection. I wanted to give you feedback on your interview. I was like, okay, great. I'm getting feedback. This is fantastic. Rarely do you ever go into an interview and get feedback knowing, hey, I've gone in, I've prepared, I've done everything, I left it all on the table. His feedback was that I was too prepared. That's that's the best feedback I could have gotten. I'm too prepared for this position. I was too prepared for this interview. He said, you know, it, it seemed like uh, we weren't we weren't seeing the real you. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm sorry you felt that way. My answers were genuine. Uh, you know, I know I know kind of the the flow of interviews. And I wanted to make sure that I was answering with that same, you know, um, that same enthusiasm that I go into all my meetings. I wanted to make sure that I'm asking good questions to the people that are interviewing me to make sure that this is going to be a great fit for both sides. You know, I didn't get the position, mm-hmm. but I was super happy that I went through with it. I put my hat in there. I, right. I studied my questions. 
I, I didn't rehearse what I was going to say. I, I made bullet points. You know, if they ask me this, these are the these are the things that I, I would like to talk about. You know, going into a management position for me, you know, I, I romanticize management in thinking that they are there to develop people to to become leaders. Um, and, and after the interview, you know, it, it was more of how do you handle uh, stressful situations and how do you handle people that want something from you every minute of every waking hour? And I just thought to myself, wow, you know, if that's what management is, then maybe it's not time for me in my personal <clears throat> life in my um in any aspect of trying to be a manager so the right. the whole father time and preparation and everything like that is it, it, just a, another avenue of looking at hey yeah we're, we're up against time right we're, we're fighting time there's always a good time for everything and it was the management was not my it's not my time to be a manager right now. Right. And, and maybe not at that company. Yes. It, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. There's nothing wrong. I, I faced the same situation in the fire department. Um, the way that things are handled, the way the leadership is. Uh, not everyone. Right. Is, is, is as committed, and as professional as you are. And that's one of the things that I sadly realized. And I understood that I cannot, especially in my job and becoming a captain or whatever, I cannot be responsible for other people's lives relying on someone who is not at an, an elite level professionally, physically, mentally, that they've got our back coming in from and on, on another fire truck. I can't do that. And I can't, knowing, knowing that in my heart, I don't want to show up at a funeral knowing that I put people's lives at risk because I was relying on a crew or people that were not uh, prepared and not living up to a certain standard. And I knew that going into the situation, right? I'm not going to be, I'm not going to hold myself responsible for these people's lives that may end up dead or having to go in with a crew that I know they don't hold themselves to a standard and they're going to get other people killed. They're going to cost uh, victims, uh, people are trying to save their lives. That's something that I uh, vehemently refuse to put myself in that situation and other people in that situation. And I choose, I, I refuse to even take officer's tests. I, I just, I don't want to be a part of that type of system. That's a decision I made long ago and I'm happy I made that decision. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we continue to prepare and we continue to, uh, fight the fatigue as you do. Yeah. Um, in in those moments of preparation and those moments of knowing, mm -hmm. hey, there's we have to fight like there's no tomorrow. Right. Uh, when father time, you know, that's that's the and oh, here's the thing that I told you that I wrote. Uh, I want you know, <laughs> I wanted you to hear it. I want awesome. everybody out there to hear it because it got me thinking when you said Phil Mickelson fighting father time. <clears throat> Um, you know, to me, I always think when we talk about getting older and we talk about uh, you know, facing father time, it's how how are we as maturing adults? How are we staying relevant? Because right. the the things that change, we may not be paying attention to them as they're changing. Correct. Things are always evolving and changing right underneath us. Correct. 
And so what I wrote was, as we get older, our greatest and most powerful enemy is regret. Oh, go yes. Yeah, right? That's, right. That's the one thing we don't want to have. That's that's why you see me doing so many things now. People say, man, you, you're trying to do all these things. It's like, because I'm running out of time. You know, I'm mm. about to turn 50 years old. I don't know how much time I have left. And I don't want to be there on my deathbed thinking, man, you know what? I wish I'd have done. It. I don't want to say, you know, no, none of us are going to sit there saying, "Man, I wish I'd have watched more TV." Right, right, man. Oh, I, I wish I would have slept more. Right, <laughs> you know, I wish I just would have ate another candy bar. No, there's things, things, things of action that we're going to regret we didn't do, and I don't want to be one of those people. I refuse to be one of those people. Right. Uh, even at night, sometimes I lay down. I go, man, I wish I would have done that. Why didn't I just take ten minutes to do that one little thing? That I could have done. So yes, regret. Regret is a, uh, it's just that one thing I don't I don't want to be burdened with at, as I'm coming down my final stretch in life. You know, right, right. That's how I feel. But you mentioned something about expectations and other people. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that word because that was one of the words I keyed on uh, when looking for quotes or things to help me with this episode. And I ran across this across this quote, and I've always wanted to use it because I believe this, and this is a. Uh, this is indicative of a lot of people's opinion, not only in sports, but in the fire department. They always say they don't put in the effort. They don't put in the practice. They don't train because they feel like, well, when the moment comes, I'm going to rise up to it. You know, I'll be able to perform. No, I can't do it now in practice. But when it really matters the most, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to come through. And that's not the case. And this comes back to one of the Greek uh, philosophers. He said, we do not rise to the level of our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. Right. Yes. No matter how much you think, no matter how awesome you think you're going to be when the moment counts. No, you're going to do what you've always done. Either you're preparing to succeed or you're preparing to fail. And every moment, every decision in the day is leading you one of the, down one of those paths. Right. So every time you say, no, I'll do it tomorrow and I don't want to do it today. And, and basically you're quitting in that moment of crisis. In the moment when it really counts, you're going to fall back on what you've always done and you will quit. You will quit. I've seen it so many times. I've been told that by friends, you know, when we go out training or at the gym and they say, oh, no, I'm not feeling good today. I don't want to do it good today. And then when we go play our, you know, our football game, or we go play back, whatever. Always. Who's the first ones to quit? We go sit on the sideline. Oh, something hurt. I got to go. It's always the same people. Right. Yeah. It it, it it always holds true. It, it's been true since these Greek philosophers said it thousands of years ago. It's true today. It's going to be true tomorrow. Right. So put in the training, put in the effort. And that's why people like Phil Mickelson, when the time counted. Right. He fell back on the level of his training. He didn't quit training 10 years ago. He he yesterday he was putting in the training the week before. He still trained like a young man. He was still there. So that when the time came and he was in that position, he would be able to pull through and he you know, all his experience, everything came into and it came together at that moment. And what happened? It wasn't just he expected to win. He trained to win and he was yep. ready to win. Yeah. Uh, so I'm glad you didn't turn into. Oh, I've heard that quote before that you just came. No, you thought no. you came up with. Oh, that was um, great. So that was good to hear that. Finally, my soul <laughs> is soothed knowing that I came up with an original thought. Thank you. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank no, you. That was great. <laughs> I was waiting. When I tell you, I was like, man, I'm going to wait to tell you in the middle of the show because I want to hear you say, oh, no, there was, I know, Jimmy, no. Jimmy, something. Yoda yeah, said it. <laughs> Yoda. There you go. Yoda said it. <laughs> um, man. But, 
but and, and not just the harp on Phil because this is more about everyone. In, but this is uh, this is so ironic. He sent out this tweet a week before the tournament. He, this is Phil's writing. He wrote this. I've failed many times in my life and career, and because of this, I've learned a lot. Instead of feeling defeated countless times, I've used it as fuel to drive me to work harder. So today, join me in accepting our failures. Let's use them to motivate us to work even harder. Now, that's the, his message is the same thing we talk about week after oh, week. I was just about to say, he must be listening to the this, show. That he, is what winners do, right? Yep. They, they don't, they they, never they don't fail. fail. Right, right. They, they don't lose, learn. they learn, right? This is yeah. we're hearing this from a champion days before he actually won that became the oldest man to become a champion. That's the mm. mindset. If, if Phil could do it, we can do it. No, we're not gonna do it on the big stage of the PGA championship, but we never can do say it never. in life. Right. But every day in life, when we go to work, when when we're with a kid, whatever it is that we do, right, we can be that champion. We can rise up to that level of the highest levels where other people look at and say, man, I want to be like that guy. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, yeah, we're and and we've talked about this countless times. You know, I was looking up the, the older athletes that have won at the pinnacle of their respective sports. You know, we talked about Tom Brady not too Brady, long ago. Yes. You know, he was the oldest person at 41 several years ago. Right. Now he's the oldest person at like 40. <laughs> what was it? 44, 43, 43, I think. Yeah. You know, to to win a Super Bowl, right? It's no one. No one is watching what people are doing in the dark, and they're out there training. They're out there hungry for. That's where the winning's done. For that, for that satisfaction. Um, And you know, I I recently started going back to training with uh, you know one of a, a martial arts instructor that I have, a friend of mine from work actually. This guy, Saturdays and Sundays, they train from six in the morning to eight in the morning. And this isn't no like BS training. When you go and you actually try to do the exercises that he's instructing you on, you are going to leave spent. Yes. Uh, you know, and him and him and the other guy that are there, they poke fun at me because I'm I'm there. I'm giving it my everything and I'm drenched in sweat. And, you know, the, one of the other guys says, man, you always seem to find the leak in the roof. <laughs> you know, you're always out here just sweating. And I'm like, man, I, I want this. I'm I crave this type of pain because I know that when the time comes, and I have to run or I have to, you know, use this stuff that we're training on. It's going to be there. My legs, my muscles, my arms, everything. It, the, the weakness is not going to be there. And they're going to fatigue before I do. Okay. And he's just like, that's a great way to look at it. Hopefully he's like, we don't train to fight. But if you have to use it, yes, you're right. You train... <laughs> You train so that you don't fatigue before the other person. Right. It's a key word that you're saying. We don't train to fight. We train to live. Mm-hmm. Right. That's how yeah. you have to look at it. I'm training so that I survive and go home to my family. Yep. That's yep. what it all comes down to. And, you know, he, him and him and the other guy that, that I train with, their goal is to be able to train well into their 80s, you right. know. 
And I'm just like, you know, if you keep up with it and you go out there, just and it it's all basically calisthenics workouts. Right. But man, uh, you know, doing jackknife, jackknife leg lifts and and things like that, you don't realize how much how weak you are until you're forced to use these muscles, these oh. very very key muscles that you did not know were back there or right. you know <laughs> and man I thought that I was getting stronger and they're like, okay, well, let's do some, there's some chin-ups. Let's do these other, um, forms to where you have to use your, your lats. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking I'm squeezing my lats and, you know, looking like a cobra on my back. And the guy is just poking. He's like, what, just, can you flex that a little bit more? He's like, I, there's nothing there. And I'm like, man, it's there. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna poop myself. I'm straining so hard to get this muscle. He's like, nope. I, I don't know what muscle you think you're moving, but that's <laughs> not the one. So then he starts to, to do the form and show me, you know, what it's supposed to look like. And I kid you not, man, this dude's back. He's not, like, swole like you, but... His, I mean, you can see his lats through right. his shirt. You right. can see his shoulder, you know, his shoulder muscles, the caps on his actual shoulder. You know, they right. everything begins to form when he he goes into these particular martial arts forms. And I'm just right. like, holy moly! He's like, it's all internal, and right. he's like, I'm I've trained so long my exterior. Now <laughs> I'm working on my interior. It's all about breathing and and learning to the the inner parts of of my body, right. Right. and I'm just like, oh my god, you know, this is like philosophical stuff. Right. This guy right. is crazy, right. but yeah, it's amazing stuff. I love working out with him. You know, I have to wake up extra early, so I have to wake up about four fifteen or so to make sure I'm out the door by five. And then it's about a 45-minute drive to go where they're at to train with them. And then the drive home, I mean, I'm driving with the windows down because I'm just drenched in sweat. Right. And it, it's just an amazing workout. It, awesome. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And how old are these guys, you know? What, uh, um, they're they're easily in – well, I know the the one the, one of the guys' name is Vin. He's about fifty two, maybe. Right, right. Um, the guy that I work with, he's early forties, maybe mid forties. Right. Um, so and, and you mentioned about doing this until their eighties and stuff. Why not? You know, why can't they oh, do yeah. it? Of course they can. And, you know, there's a famous saying. You know, uh, when we see these strong old guys called old men strength, right? It's like these <laughs> yeah. old guys that just have this amazing strength because they've been working. You know, mm -hmm. they didn't sit around doing nothing. They work and those muscles your musculature your fibers they get more dense right they even talk about in body bodybuilding you know the the younger rookies they don't have that density that hardness to the muscles that the older veteran bodybuilders have it's mm. just it builds it's like concrete right you have to let it sit a while it takes time for it to fully harden as it's going to be and that's the same thing with us you know as far as our, our mentality our perseverance our willpower our muscles everything everything takes time nothing happens overnight and it builds on itself everything builds on itself the strength that's what you know our strength our endurance all of those things it's, it's just a work in progress and there's why you know why can't these guys do it until their absolute last day on earth right yeah and they you know I, I i kid you not 
the way you know they've they've been training so i've known about their i started training with them maybe two years ago but then i stopped just because it was for me i was like man i I don't want to wake up this early to drive over there and all that so i just stopped going and then i would go every maybe every three or four months and that guy vin oh man it's time for frank yeah he's gonna train one day and then it's gonna last him for six months you know (laughs) he's he's always he's always like poking fun i love the guy though um because it's it's for me it's it's that brotherly love right because right. if they didn't want me there, they probably just wouldn't talk to me or they would just say, hey, don't come back. Like, stop right. coming around. But right. I'm putting in the effort in trying every, to every six do, months, <laughs> yeah, every six months. Yeah. <laughs> Except for these last three or four weeks, I've been trying to go every time they're out there. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh, it, it's good times. It's It's good to have, you know, the other thing, too, you know in in the whole fighting father time is finding uh friendships and lasting relationships because those things these days man they're fleeting and you like you talked about those concrete formations it's hard as an adult to find friends right find people that are interested in the same things you're interested in Um, and and really just finding people that want to be in your company and not have to be in your company. Right. Right. Uh, it, it's very, very hard. You, you know, and we talk about, you know, I always, I guess you could say, lament the fact that I'm getting older, right? So we talk about how do we fight Father Time? We talked about he's undefeated. You know, the odds are infinitely stacked against us we cannot win but how do we get our shots in how do i get our licks in and i believe we talk about we don't know how much time make the most of the time we do have live so many people simply exist right but they're not truly living the way we get back a father time is we make the most of our time look we all have an hourglass the sand is running out we don't know how much sand we have in it we don't know how much we have left but every second of every day that sand is running You can't flip it back over when it's done, right? We can't buy more sand. I don't care how rich you are. You cannot buy more sand. We have to make each grain of sand count. Because as we're talking, Frank, sand is going through, right? Mm -hmm. You're costing me sand right now, Frank. I don't know how much sand I've lost. I can see it. (laughs) You're making a mess on my table. (laughs) Oh, all my sand. (laughs) (laughs) But we have to make it count. You know, like we said, we don't want to be there on our deathbed regretting right that word you that word you were using we don't want to be regretting that we wasted all of that sand which is a big messy pile of sand laying there by our bed that never got used never got taken advantage of so we have to start today start doing those things that you're putting off start doing those things that you always wanted to do and you were afraid to do what are you afraid of you know what's the worst that can happen you can't do it well i mean go for it you know exactly it What's the worst that could happen? Right. What's the worst that can happen? You know, uh, it's one of the things that when we make a cardiac arrest, you know, at work, and I always have, you know, we'll have a rookie or something, and they get nervous, right? They're scared. They're afraid they're going to do the wrong thing. The, the guy's already dead. What's the worst that can happen, right? You can't make him more dead. You can't <laughs> kill him twice, right? Oh, Don't no. So yeah. relax. The, yeah. worst that can, the worst possible outcome has already happened. Relax. Everything you're going to do is to help the situation. Right. So, but you can't help 
If you if you're it's too scared to make a move, if you're too scared to do the things you've been trained to do, right? Mm-hmm. Just relax, calm. You know what to do step by step. Let's do it. That's how you have to approach life. Just let go of all that fear, all that anxiety that holds you back from doing those things you know you need to do. Deep down, we know we need to do. We don't just want to do them. We need to do them. That was, you know, that's what drove me to start training these clients and, and hopefully open my own place one day. It's not something that I just want. It's not something I knew I needed to do because there are people that actually are interested in what I have to say, interested in how I would go about training them. They need to hear it. They that might be the next great coach that coaches some great person. We don't know where we're at, you know, where our place in is in the line of life, right? We mm-hmm. could be that person that motivates somebody else that motivates the person that changes the world, right? Yeah. And if we're not there in, in that line of succession, you know, we, we could be ruining things. So do that thing that's that's urging you, that thing that's in your heart, that thing that's in your brain that wakes you up in the morning and saying, man, I need to do do it. There's a reason something inside of you is telling you you need to do it. So do it while you still have that sand in the hourglass, while you're still healthy. You're not going to be more healthy tomorrow, right? <laughs> All right? Well, I could be. I don't know. Could. Green smoothie day. I don't know. <laughs> you could be. But most of us, right, we're at our best right now, right? Right. And yes. we're, you know, uh, we want to do things now while we still can. And, and that's one of the things, too, I harp about is that I want to do all these things now while I'm physically able to do them, right? I can push myself yeah. harder right now. Maybe in 10 years I won't be able to be. So I want to do everything now. And you, that person that's out there listening that wants to do something, do it now. Yep. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. That's right, man. Father Time wants you to put it off. Father Time doesn't want you to fight back. Father Time's just like everybody else. You know, he doesn't want a challenge. He doesn't want Mm. somebody that's going to be struggling and giving him a hard time and, you know, punching him in the face. Punch him in the face. Punch him, kick him, do whatever you have to do. Put up the fight of your life because it is the fight of your life. You are battling for your life, right? Yeah. Father Time's coming trying to take you. Fight him. Fight him with everything you've got. And the way you're going to fight him is by living your life and doing those things that you want to do. And that's it. Live your life. That's the way you get back in Father Time. Absolutely. And, you know, part of the reason that the whole enemy aspect uh, is we – we fight our hardest against something that we've pinned or that we have recognized as an enemy. All Never right. in our lives do we fight something with so much tenacity until we have an enemy. Right. And, and, and our enemy should always be regret. Our right. enemy should always be fatigue. Our enemy should always be laziness, right? Because right? those are the things that will make you be a person that does nothing. That's right. You know, a, a person with with tons of regret is a person that didn't give it a shot. That's right. Yeah. And it's always those things you mentioned. Those are the, always the easiest things to give up to. Right. Because it's so seductive yes, when you're tired. It right. Yes. It sounds it sounds right to say, you know what? I'm tired. I need to go lay down and take a nap and sleep today. I need mm-hmm. to not do that workout. It sounds oh, like it's baby, the right come thing to snuggle do. with me. Five but the, more the, minutes. Right, yeah. the enemy is never going to come and tell you and kick you in the stomach, you know, mm-hmm. and let you know he's trying to take you down. He's going to try to trick you. Yeah. And he's hey, going to try to make you rationalize it, yeah. right? Oh, he, hey, he's going to yeah. make you rationalize and try to agree with him, right? 
all those wrong choices, right? Poison, you know, it's always, it's always, you know, sweet. It's going to taste like sugar. Mm. Don't taste it. The bed, you know, when it you got your covers on you and you don't mm. want to get up, you know, and it feels so comfortable. How can this be wrong, right? How can it this be wrong so that I feel right. so comfortable, right? <laughs> but it is. It's hugging you. It's trying to hold you down, right? It's trying to yeah. hold you. It's trying to hold you down from getting up and getting after it and living the life that you know you need to live. You need to live. You got to get those two feet on the ground. If you could just get those two feet on the ground and stand up. You, you get that momentum to get your day going. You will. And, you know, check out check out those Monday motivations. You right. Know? Listen to them. Think about them. Ponder on them. Right. And, and the more the more winning minutes you have, the more winning hours. It's those tiny grains of sand. The more tiny grains of winning sand you have the the more motivation the more discipline the more habit forming things you will build to begin to have that momentum and right. once you start craving these things once you start craving success it's really hard to give it up That's because right. now you're addicted to it you want to be addicted to it and i always say i'm addicted to one more right it's like, uh, you know, when they ask Tom Brady, which one is your favorite Super Bowl ring? He always says the next one. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to be addicted to that one. more. There's things I want. I had a great workout today. I had a great day today. I want to have another one tomorrow. I want it to be even better. Right. Yeah. I was happy with yesterday. But you know what? That's over with. Tomorrow starts new. Tomorrow it's zero to zero. It's me against father time tomorrow. And the score is going to be zero zero. I'm not going to have an advantage. I'm not going to be up by so many strokes or so many points. It's zero to zero. Father Time's trying to beat me, and I've got to beat him, and let's go. Mano y mano, right? Yep. That's the way it is, and that's how I approach it yep. every day. You know, and, and, this, and I'm hoping this episode is like a call to arms to everybody out there to realize that, that you need to get up. Turn the TV off. Turn the Twitter off. Turn turn the no, turn the podcast off. Listen to this episode first, right? <laughs> Listen to the podcast Make first, sure then turn off. off all the other podcasts. Turn off every other podcast except the Money Motivation, and then – you know, and just get after it. Do those things that you know you need to do. Um, one of the discussions I had with Carlos when I went to his place and we interviewed him on the second interview, he was talking about working out and doing his one of his training runs. And it was just horrible weather. One of those fronts blew through. Oh, he yeah. could barely ride like five miles an hour. And I told him about a book I read about these uh, um Iron Man athletes and their training and some of their mentalities because I wanted to get into their minds like how do you train for these things right sure. and one of the things that they used and they talked about was that on those hard training days like Carlos experience or those days you just don't want to do it or you're injured something's hurting they said it was like they would look at it as putting those training days they were building them up and putting them in a bank. So that on the days on the co- days of competition or or a day when things weren't going right, it was so hot or so cold, it was like they could go now to that bank and draw that training that they had and cash it in, right? They put all of that effort, all that training in these t- terrible, bad situations. They had put all that time and effort in the bank. Now they're withdrawing it when they needed it the most, and it was there. But if you don't do that, if you go through life never putting away into that bank, right? When you go to try to cash in, what's it going to be? What What if you don't have any money in the bank and you go there with your debit card? What's it going to say? Declined, right? Insufficient yep. funds. We don't <laughs> be that way in life, right? We want to when it when the time comes that we have to 
actually dig down deep to find something inside, if we put that time and effort in the past away into that bank, it'll be there when we need it the most. And you can draw it out and you don't have to worry about that check bouncing or, or you know, being embarrassed because your, your card got, and the waiter has that stupid look on his face. You know, he doesn't know how to tell you, right? We don't want to be in that situation. Okay. Yeah. Especially in life when we need it the most. Yeah. Because I know I've been there plenty of times in real life, insufficient oh. funds. Right. And boy, oh boy, do you start after that? If, if it hit you right, you begin to, hey, I do need savings. Hey, I do need to put this in the bank. Hey, I do need to change my mind on how I do things. It, only then, because nobody else can, we can sit here and talk until the cows come home. No one's really going to convince you until you've convinced yourself. That's right. What about that martial arts training you talked about? And we talked about it's not training to to fight, it's training to live. If you haven't put that training in, and you go to dig down deep and somebody's bearing down on you, mm -hmm. literally trying to take your life. You don't want to be in a situation where you have insufficient funds, right? Yeah, that is. You've oh got to have the funds sure. there literally to help you get through that situation. And you've got to have it there. You have yep. to. Yep. you got to save for that rainy day. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's amazing that we're talking about how we are fighting against time but time it just keeps coming and it, it keeps it's coming. relentless and takes and takes it takes it we can look at the time right now on the on the screen right now it's ticking away it does it not is. stop it's relentless and yeah. we in turn must be relentless in our fight against us we know unfortunately he's undefeated in the end Father Time will claim his victory, but we can fight back. Like I said, we can get some licks in. We can get a good shot, and we can give him a black eye, right? Mm -hmm. And the way we do that, like I said, is by living the, the best life we can, getting the most out of our life, use up all the time we have. And that's and that's what brings us right here. As <laughs> yes. I'm talking to you from the very Talk top of the that. world. Yes, I'm that is awesome. on top of Mount Everest, right? I just, I got the medal in the mail yesterday, but I was at work at the station. I got off this morning, went straight to the gym to train. So I'm just now got home 30 minutes ago, opened up the package and here I got my medal. And what we're talking about, I know y'all guys can't see it out there on the podcast. It's a medal I received for climbing Mount Everest, right? It's a virtual challenge and there's a million of them. It's a great way to keep your cardio, to keep you enthused. And you pick a challenge, you pay an entry fee, what you know, they're, they, they vary in, in uh, the fees and the amount and the distances vary. The Mount Everest was, I think was like 50 miles. There's challenges that are a hundred miles, a thousand miles, right? It, it takes longer and longer. Some of these challenges are very long. There's one that runs the entire distance of the great wall. You can run along and see the, uh, the, the pyramids in, in Egypt. Oh, and man. You, and as you go, you can see yourself on Google Maps where you are on the course. Really? And you can, yes. Like I was looking at Mount Everest, looking at the scenery and seeing the, the peak, you know, in the distance. So, you know, you, so if you're on, running a, a, by the pyramids in Egypt, you're going to see the pyramids on Google Maps. It'll show you exactly where you are. And it's just a great way for those that need a reason, they need a, a certain type of motivation to do their cardio so that you can log in your miles and you, you're, you're, you're just poking along, you know, keeping on your course, uh, trying to reach that final destination. Let's say you don't, you can't get out, you know, maybe there's a reason you have to stay at home. You've got kids, you know, you, you don't have the luxury of running to the park, to the gym. All you can do is stay at home on the treadmill, log those miles on the treadmill. You know, if you ride a bike, if you ride, the, if you got a Peloton or some stationary bike at the house, log those miles. It doesn't matter. You, you, 
unfortunately or fortunately, it's an honor system, right? So if somebody wants to lie about it, you know, with the, you can't stop those people. But you, if you, you know, if you're serious you're about know. your cardio, yeah. if you're serious about your cardio, you can log it in. Uh, there's even for physical activities, there's a type of a, a scale really? and it shows. Oh physical? yeah, so so if you just do like martial arts training, mm-hmm. it'll say how many how many minutes did you do? Then you can log in this many miles. Okay. And you just keep it up. You just keep it up, and then eventually, you know, you keep going, and then they send you. This is a really nice medal, man. It looks it's really cool. it's cool. Yes. it's huge. Yes, it's big. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> and this guy, it was all yeah, surprised like that. <laughs> oh my, oh my God, it's so uh, uh, There's like group communities, and you see these guys, their wall is covered in these things. Yeah. So it's just an well, awesome I was gonna way. Say, wouldn't that be cool if, like, you know, granted, the, the guy just is a, he's, he's a beast, uh, old David Goggins. If oh, you could convince him to start one, what's going to be your next one? Are you going to do another one? Oh, I'm definitely going to do one. Uh, okay, well, remember we recently found out that I'm a part Viking, remember? That's right. Yes. It yes. goes all the way around, you know, like uh, it's called like the, the Viking run or something. It's about 800 miles. Holy cow. And you go through all this territory of the Vikings through – Scandinavia, it's just this big long circle. You go around through seeing these big glaciers and stuff. Uh, so that's one of the ones I'm thinking. There's so many I want to do. There's one that has that it deals with the Marvel characters. And oh, the, the metal is like the, a cool looking uh, Captain America shield. Oh man, we should do that one. Let's There's sign a, up to what, do well, that, see, one. that. But that one's a relatively short one. Well, okay, what's so, relatively short? Like 50 miles, 30 miles? I want to say something like 20 miles. It's, 20 it's not miles? very far. I mean, that's, right. that's pretty good starting, you know, for somebody that's just trying yeah, that, sure. yeah. to get in there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but see, I was thinking of... maybe at some point we could do like one for the podcast, like create a group one, join yeah. one as a group. All the, everybody, all the listeners, if they want to join in and we can all log our miles in there. And at the end, we all get the finisher medals. I'm not quite sure how that works, but there mm-hmm. are group runs and maybe yeah. we can set up something. Hey, Maybe we can have a Team Frank versus Team Tom. Oh, oh hey, now. hey now. I got Carlos on my team. I called him. <laughs> Can't have him. <laughs> Even though he's your friend from way back when. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so you know, there's a million. That's the cool thing. And I wanted people to know about it because there might be somebody that needs a reason, right, to sure, get up and run. Know. Absolutely. And and something as simple as having a an actual medal given to you at the end showing, Hey, I did do it. Right. I was able to stick to something and I got rewarded and I rewarded myself. And I got this cool little medal that now I can wear pride. And and I know I did, I can do another one. Right. We say, we get addicted to success. I did one. What's better than one, two. Right. And that's how you approach it. For those people that are just trying to find a way to fight father time, right? This is what it all boils down. Everything we do from going to the gym, from uh, bettering our minds. Women, you know, wearing makeup or doing or getting a surgery, whatever they're they're, where they're not doing anything different than we're doing. They're fighting father time. A-Rod right? came out with makeup, you know? There so you now go. dudes are wearing makeup. Everybody's they're, trying to fight that father time. Everyone yeah. is trying to fight father time. Everybody's trying to find a way. And there are ways. And like I said. We live our life to the best that we can. I climb to the top of the world, right? Right? <laughs> and you got I your medal. I Let's virtually climbed it. I'm wearing it, so you have to look at it and see it and be jealous of my medal. <laughs> but uh, it's great. And I'm thinking when I do the Viking run, I'm going to wear my Viking helmet for you every should. mile that I do. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'll be posting You're going to be chafing all around yeah. your forehead and your ears. I'll have some gold, <laughs> the, the blonde, uh, you know, they have the pigtails falling out of the side yeah. but no yeah. but that you know it's just another way like i said of fighting father time 
you can do it. You just got to find a way, find what motivates you. Find we all have why. something to motivate you. Yeah. Exactly. Find yeah. your why, you'll find your how. No, That's it. No doubt. That's it. Oh, my goodness. That is it. 100%. You find your enemy, you found your why. Exactly. We always fight tooth and nail against our nemesis, against our enemies. Right. You know, took all the Avengers to take down, uh, what was that dude's name that had Thanos. the Infinity Glove? Thanos, Thanos right? Gl- you saw my glove I bought. Yeah, it's over there in my game yes. room. Yes. Got the jewels you know? in it. Everybody With a man who has everything. <laughs> yep, yep. Everybody <laughs> comes together the against the, the common universe. enemy. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. Find that enemy. Find that weakness and make it your enemy. Right. We, we all have one, you know, and yep. you, that's how we get better. Find that's what it. we can find that the things that we could improve and we improve them and we try to improve a little, just 1%, right? 1% better each day. And you're just going to be, you're going to be living an amazing life. Yeah. And, you know, back to the whole, uh, talking about David Goggins, his, one of his favorite sayings is, uh be comfortable in being uncomfortable That's right you've got to get comfortable being there uncomfortable, get that, comfortable. we talked about it last week that's when you make your progress that's when you truly grow right with a steel like the we talk about the discipline blade and steel and it's getting forged what makes it strong it's when it's getting beat right when it's getting beat by hammers beaten folded beaten folded beaten that's what we're doing to ourselves sometimes, right? When we're at the gym or, or we're having to read for this class or, or whatever it is, training we're having to do for our job, we're getting beat. We're getting beat. We're getting folded and beat because it's knocking out all those impurities. And in the end, all that beating is going to make us stronger. The hotter the fire, right? The hotter the fire, the stronger the steel, right? Yeah. They say those things and those cliches for a reason because they're true. It's not just applicable to swords. It's applicable to us, us as people. Our soul, our spirit, our body. Yeah, it's and you true. don't have to be physically beaten in order no, to. No, you know, no, You don't no, have no. to be, you know, crapped on or no. you know, be talked to like a, you know, a, a terrible person. That's that's not it. It's, right. It's do you do you want something? Go up right. and make conversation with someone. Right. If if you want your opinion to be heard, put it out there. Exactly. See what happens. You right. know, if, if and there's they, ways of doing it, right? There's exactly. always ways of doing yes. it. Right? Yes. You know, I, I had re- really quickly, I had recently read something on Twitter. You know, we were talking about those, um, how these strong people and strong mental mindset was forged through struggle. It's like, well, I don't want to live like that. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to be, you know, have come from a a, a, a poor childhood or be beaten all your, your life or anything like that. Um, it's it's finding the good in what struggle you had. Because if life has been easy for you, then it, it it's only going to get harder. But if it was hard, if life was hard then it's it's just going to get easier because you begin to build right. a callus. Your mindset begins to, hey, there are I've survived this. Right. There's nothing that should stop me right. because right. I've gone through this. Right. But it's all back to, you know, that your Monday motivational message. Are you a victim? Are you a victor? Right. right. You know, it, it has to change. You right. are you are the first step in changing your mind 
So unless you change your mind, nothing right. changes. Right. A lot, life is going to push us, right? Life is going to try to push us around sometimes. And we truly start living when we learn how to start pushing back. And yep. it doesn't mean in violent ways. It just means not letting things run us over and overwhelm us. We learn how to handle those situations. It doesn't mean in some violent physical way or or in some you know arrogant manner. It just means we learn how to handle those situations and how to not let those situations crush us. Right. That's what mm-hmm. it all boils down to. If someone asked me after listening to last week's episode, you know, are you, you know, you just are you just talking about working out and just, you know, like physical stuff? And what if, you know, I'm trying to you know, I'm I'm not that kind of person. I'm more of like a studious person. Well, no, that's what we're talking about. I can read. I we have to relate things to what the world. Well, we know, right? Exactly. This is how I know. Yes. But those uh, those ideas, those uh, ways of going about things, they can apply. They they are meant to be applied across the board, no matter what endeavor. Just because you don't work out or whatever, that doesn't make you less of a person or or, or soft. You know. Just those ideas and that way of, of being relentless and going for the things that you want to achieve, you apply mm-hmm. in your field of endeavor. We need everybody. We need doctors. We need nurses. We need, we need those so, heroes. We need everybody. And there's heroes in every single field out there. Job. You know, if not everybody's doing their job, then we're we're we're, we're not going to get anywhere, right? You can be the best at whatever you do that you take pride in. There's no judging what you take pride in, right? You, if you, whatever job you do and you take pride in your job and you're professional about it, I don't care what job it is from being the president to being, you know, a, a street sweeper, whatever, you can be the most professional person that does that job. You can be that person. You can be the absolute best at your job. That is possible. And you are professional. When you approach things that way, you are professional. You don't need a degree. You don't need any letters behind your name saying you're an MBA or whatever. No, you you are professional when you approach things in a professional manner and handle them in a professional manner. Damn, man, you got me all raw. I'm ready to throw a book. (laughs) That's right. Shoot. Right. Right. What's that old simple saying? And you should know this saying. You dress for the job you want, not the job you have, right? Well, there's, approach there's life. that. You approach there's approach that. life like that. You have to mm-hmm. approach. When I show up at the gym, I show up looking like one of these guys you used to see in the in the magazines. Or what I approach it with seriousness. I don't approach it looking like a bum with my hair all jacked up, looking stupid, you know, with torn up stuff and looking like I don't care. I do care, and this is how much I care because I'm going to look like a professional. I approach everything I do as a professional, right? Whether I walk into your house to save your your mom's life. Or whether I walk into the gym, I, hey, why isn't gotta be my mom, bro? Well, yeah. your dad or your life, Frank. When what? you're laying on the ground because you came back from your karate training after six months, right? And your wife calls, "Hey, Tom, come, come he's laying on the ground." So when I walk in, though, you're gonna know my that, mom, guy, man. that guy came in. He came in and he took charge, and he looks like a guy that's in charge, right? Yeah. You want to give up? You want to approach it and approach everything you do. In, in it all boils of, down to your attitude. Your attitude and approaching it in a professional manner. What's that saying that I didn't come up with? <laughs> your attitude determines altitude. altitude. There you go. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> what it boils down to. And, you know, like we said earlier, if this is your first time listening to the show, if you've listened to all 43 episodes that we've put out there, this is your call to arms. You right. need a reason. Here's your reason. Don't let father time win. Right. Don't let those regrets eat at you for the rest of your life. Get started. 
you know, if you want to be the world's best yo-yo, I, I don't know. What are, what are you, a yo-yo-er? I don't know. Yo-yo? Is that yo-yo ma? Yo-yo. Oh, very nice. <laughs> if you want to learn how to draw, pick up that pencil, you know? Yeah. If you want anything you want to do, you you have to be the one that decides when you get started. Right. Tomorrow is the perfect day. And that crazy if old it's too late. If you're listening to it at nine o'clock in the morning, if you're listening to the show, hey, do it, turn this off when there it's done go. and there start today. Absolutely. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The best time to get started is right now. Great. Close. You got it close. Great. Best time what, was 20 was, years ago. The next best time is today. <laughs> today? Ah, well, you get the gist of it. You, you, it's you up to you. you it's up close. to you. Tom's going to come in here, save my mom. You know, he's going to talk to my wife because I'm passed out. He's over here trying to take over my life. I mean, here we, I got to get I got to get myself ready. But that doesn't happen. <laughs> I don't want to. Hey, yeah. I'll go. I talk to my mom next week. Hey, you know this guy, Tom? Yeah. Well, how much life insurance does he have? We'll see how hard we work. We'll see how hard we try. Yeah. My wife's over there. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Yeah, no, he's back in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's faking. My he's yeah. Faking. yeah, he's just faking it. Oh, he's a good actor. He'll be fine. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with him. Oh, my goodness. Crazy, crazy. Well, uh, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us tonight. You know, once again, get started. Don't wait. Don't. There, there's never a perfect time. There's never the the stars aren't going to line up. Venus and Uranus don't match up to a certain equinox. All that stuff. Right. It it happens when you make it happen. Right. And that that's that's the gist of it. Your attitude determines your altitude. Right. And for anybody that skipped to the very end, I want to throw that quote out there because Tom didn't correct me. It must be original. I love it so much. As we get older, our greatest and most powerful enemy is regret. Right. I couldn't have said it better myself, Frank. Man, see? Oh, my God. <laughs> Great kudos now, man. I'm riding Oh my goodness, Tom said something great about the quote that I came up with, and it's original. Can't get any better than this. Tomorrow, yeah. Wednesday is my birthday, man. Oh, I couldn't man. get it. Well, I didn't know that. Happy, happy early birthday! You gave me the greatest gift there. Knowing that you appreciate something that I've done makes me extra happy. If I would have known that, I would have brought you something from the top of Mount Everest. You should have. <laughs> a s'more or something. Yeah, one of those little flowers, you know, like yeah. the, on Batman Begins when he had to climb to the top. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would have oh. brought you one. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah. Next time. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We hope you have a great weekend or a morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time of the day you get to listen to this awesome podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, do us a favor, download some episodes, check them out. Let us know what you think. Our email is there in the uh, comments <clears throat> and in the summary for the podcast. Let us know. Give us a shout. Um, hang in there. More episodes are coming. We're about to hit 50 episodes. Got got something special lined up for that. Stay tuned. 
and we'll talk to you next time. That's right. Fight the good fight against Father Time, and everybody stay sharp. <laughs>